Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Vanderbump Rules may not be back yet, but Sexy Unique Podcast is... I am pressing forward and I'm going to be releasing new episodes of the podcast leading up to the premiere of Vanderpump Rules season six on December 4th because I just can't wait. I have to keep talking about these people. Um, so keep tuning in to Sex Unique Podcast. If you're supporting the podcast on Patreon, a huge, massive thank you, you guys are amazing and part of the reason that I can make this season start earlier and the reason that I can bring more content. 
Also, part of the Patreon, if you're not familiar, you should visit www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast for more info. For as little as $1 per episode, you get access to these bonus episodes. And part of what I did in the last month was use these bonus episodes as a chance to test out a new podcast that I'm doing with Ryan O'Connell, which will be premiering very soon. Um, and the Patreon community of Sex Unique podcast supporters were essential in kind of shaping that podcast and figuring out what it was. So thank you guys, not only for your support, but then also for being like creative sounding boards because you're really helping me in more ways than you know. So yeah, check out the Sex Unique Patreon. It's www.patreon.com slash podcast. And for everyone who is a fan of the show, there's also some exciting news, which is that there is going to be a sexy, unique meetup this Saturday, November 11th at 9 p.m. Um, we will be meeting at the iconic spot of many, many fights, Mixology at the Grove. So if you're in the L.A. area or in the SoCal area, you should come to Mixology at the Grove this Saturday at 9 p.m. There's going to be a lot of pump heads and step heads, and we're going to take seven shots in a row and talk about Vanderpump Rules. I can't imagine a better way to spend a Saturday night, personally. And it's Christmas, so you'll get like a Grove Christmas vibe as well. Anyways, that is this Saturday, 11-11 at 9 p.m. until we shut it down. Without further ado, here's more of your favorite podcast. You're listening to The Sexy, Unique Podcast. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm like your I'm host, you. Laura Marie like Chain Hall. Yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up. London with the beach, yeah, we go so in. Every girl with a friend, you'll be both in. Hotel chilling, yeah, she's sweet. Um, hello and hello. welcome to a guest from last season. One of my favorites, Chrissy Malazzo. Hello. Um, we, so we decided to get together today. I'm... Normally, Pump Rules is like on by now every year, and so sad. This year, it's like not premiering till December, but I can't wait. Right. So I'm just doing episodes to talk about any, like literally scraping the bottom of the yeah. barrel wheel for anything that we can. And find you talked to, like, about talk the about. trailer, right? Yeah, I talked about the trailer. Yeah. Spent an hour talking about that. <laughs> I can I can talk about anything forever, which is what I realized. So this podcast right. could start just being year round. Yeah. And so when you posted the link to all the cast bios on the sexy unique people mm. Facebook group, <laughs> it really blew my mind and I knew that we needed to get together and discuss them. Can you imagine if we not to toot my own horn here, you guys, but imagine if we hadn't found these. We'd have no information. I'd have to talk about... I would scrape up something like... <laughs> <laughs> like Ryan and I did these bonus episodes where I would literally just like look at people's Instagram. Like I'd be like, what did they post on Instagram and Twitter this week? And like read their <laughs> tweets and like decipher their yeah. social media posts. I mean, that's essentially what this is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't even remember fully how... I got here, how I got to these bios. I was definitely, since I've been working at this unnamed vitamin company that I've been working at. <laughs> um, Do you have to say unnamed because they don't want 
you to oh, talk no, about just, her? Oh, no, I just don't want people to like, you don't be like, oh, Chrissy Malazzo, the person who runs. The spokesperson yeah, for. Yeah, right. Or okay. like, she does social for vitamin brands. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very talented otherwise. Yeah. So please pay me for other things. But yeah, I've been pretty bored at work occasionally and spending a lot of time in the sexy unique people facebook group yeah you've been a really a yeah. top contributor <laughs> yeah it's gotten <laughs> way too active i wish you had never invited me to join <laughs> like it's ruining my life it takes like it's a lot like because i'll go on and i feel yeah. like as the creator of the podcast and stuff like i need to be in like i need to be involved but at the right. same time it is like it's a lot. So sometimes I'll take yeah. a day off and then I feel very guilty. And then I'm trying to like catch up on everything and make sure <laughs> I make sure that people know that I appreciate them posting. Cause it's truly like the best thing about the group is that it's really united. Like all these people that are so funny yeah. and have like a really funny outlook right. on Vanderpump rules. And right. like, I think that it's a place where people, it's not just for like, haters of like certain cast members like it's everyone feels free to like speak their truth and have an open discussion about i also love that people are honest in the group about um their affinities for different cast members because we have a lot of like ariana stands Mm -hmm. um and some Doty stands and i feel like people (laughs) in other facebook groups are so focused on like First of all, why would you watch what gets me about Vanderpump Rules commenters on Instagram that's mm-hmm. so dark is a what you guys are talking about where it's like they're legitimate fans of Jax and whoever and that's crazy. But B, like I guess more crazy than that is when people are like focused on who's right and who's wrong. And they're like, Brittany, he's so wrong for you. Like, why are you with him? Da, da, da. And it's like, if you care about right and wrong, you would not watch this show. Like when I like, I've never cared about really trying to get to the root of any of their problems right. or figure out the real story why of who's to blame them? or get any one side of the story. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I just want to see them like fuck each other over right. and like act like monsters. Yeah. So, Whenever, like, they're speaking their truth, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, yeah. that is useless to me as a person. Yeah, I don't want any of this stuff to be resolved. Because, like, that's also not the world that they're not living in a world of, like, truth and honesty to begin <laughs> with. So, like, why would I ever want to hear, like, them defend whatever their actions right. were? Well, Kristen is a warrior for the truth. Kristen is actually a warrior for justice. Yeah. Someone said, messaged me and was like... You should do a. Po- you should just call your podcast "Defending Doty" because that's all you do now. And I was like, I'm going to call my. What's pod- the exact tweet? It was like, I just love Kristen. Yeah, like when she was like, it was like a tweet or it was an Instagram post where she was like, "When will people learn that I am just a defender?" Oh, it's like her. It's her whatever. pinned tweet. I think. <laughs> We got to look at it again because it's so good. Like She's like, I literally cannot. That's what it was. That was so funny. Is she was like, I literally cannot stop fighting for the truth. She unpinned the tweet. Ugh, that's so rude. God, it was the best. tweet. Literally cannot stop fighting for justice. It's what she stands for the most. Maybe yeah. it's on my I think I retweeted it from the sexy unique. Pod. <laughs> so we'll find it there. Don't worry, we have it. What if she deleted it? Oh my god, that the thing where she looks like Christy Turlington. There's I, honestly so, so accurate. I love like anyone making genuine pump rules fan art yeah. is like now my new so obsession. Good. So I've been finding it on obviously. Yeah, like on Google searches and stuff. 
I'm literally, I'm like, give me anything because I can't wait for this season to come back. <laughs> oh, here, I found it. I literally can't stop fighting for what's right. And I don't understand those that refuse to grasp that. This is who I am. Yep. Fucking warrior woman. I literally can't stop. I want to, but I literally can't. <laughs> it's who I am. She's basically Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but for truth and what's right. Yeah. You know, she, Kristen, but like, so I have, I always th- have looked at Lala as like a feminist icon from the second that <laughs> right. she like set foot into <laughs> Sir. Right. Because she was slut shamed within an inch of her life. Totally. Like, totally fucked over, like, by all these like other women on this show, right. thanks to their own internalized misogyny. Right. And like she fought through it and now we're seeing her. I think we'll get to unite. see her come out the other side and then unite, which leads us into, into the, the bios. Into the bios. <laughs> but Kristen was like the original feminist icon right. of the show because she got like raked over the cult. Like right. I rewatched season two right after season five ended. Yeah. And it was Same. it was it terrifying to watch Kristen just yeah. get like Jax didn't get in trouble for anything no, no. one cared everyone was like f- hyper focused on like I think it was because the excuse was because Kristen admitted to it last was the thing mm-hmm. was that Kristen like tore everyone apart by like keeping the lie going but in reality like no one should have ever found out about that you know what I mean like there's a certain type of cheating that is like no one, I guess Tom, that's the big thing is like yeah. her and Tom needed to break up. But even when he found out, they didn't fucking break up for like another month. Well, yeah, they had to live together and like figure yeah. out how to move. She had to like figure out how to move out of Well, in apartment. that last episode, remember, he already knew and then he goes to the party with her and is still like, and they kept dating after that, I think, for like a little bit. Their relationship is one of the darkest things that's ever happened. On so TV. good. So Watching good. season one is so amazing. Watching them like in like in there like when he's like cropping his resume and they're talking about like wanting to be working actors or at the end of season five where they're doing her reel the <laughs> editing of the reel that's like my favorite her thing. reel is so good we still have to watch that movie with her in it oh yeah remember <laughs> we had like a standing <laughs> we were date like, to watch oh, we're that we're gonna do it and then i think we both just like mutually agreed we're to like forget it's not it happening. yeah i was yeah. like i thought about it that day because i got too. like a calendar alert and then i was like this is one of those things where if one of us says something, we're going to do it. And if neither of us says something, we're just not going to do it I had it that ever. same thought. I'm and so then, glad. But now, <laughs> you know what? It was not maybe the right timing for us yeah. to do that that particular night, but right. I'm still down to watch. Oh, same. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to watch it. Kristen's real. I, so I found, I'm now also into finding like just old projects that the cast has done you're so desperate right now (laughs) desperate for any content i'm also super into just like waiting outside their homes and just like seeing what they're up to (laughs) i posted like a really weird post that i felt bizarre about on in sex unique people where like i got like an apartment alert from like some rental girl oh yeah and you were like is this ariana Ariana and tom's apartment like with a facelift like did they move out and then i looked at it again and i was like it looks it kind of looks like the outside of their apartment i don't really remember i went there that one time but it looks too nice to be that but i think that they like overhauled the entire interior and then photographed it backwards i don't know but i was like convinced (laughs) i was like and then i was like I've taken things too far. But you know what? I think it's good to take things way too far and then come out on the other side. And it's now just like becoming right. 
my art. It's actually really healthy. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually just really good. It's great. But do we want to just get into like Lala's bio? Let's get into the bios. So if you go to bravotv.com slash Vanderpump Rules, you can find then the bios of the cast members. They're not like totally on display. You kind of have to search for them. What happened was I was... I don't know. I was just at work and some force compelled me to go to like I Googled Ariana Maddox and then (laughs) one of the first results was her Bravo profile and I had never visited that page and I was like, ooh, fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to her cast bio and then it was I started freaking out because I was like, oh, my God, is this new season info? And then I started going to everyone else's and then I was like, oh, my God, yeah, these have been updated I believe my exact quote was, guys, <laughs> it was. It has been updated to reflect season six. Yeah. And it was a great find. So yeah. we're going to just read through the bios and illuminate you with yeah. info that's going to be soon to be on your TV. What you guys can't see is that we have a cork board with just like red <laughs> string and we're pinning the bios on it and then printing out Instagrams and pinning those. Yeah. And just making like a map of what's gone on in the past six months. Carrie from Homeland style. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the Miles Davis. <laughs> that is actually going to be me by the time season six starts. It's going to be like. And I'm going to be like losing my fucking mind. I'm already on like 40 milligrams of Prozac a day. Thanksgiving dinner. And you're like, I'm fucking busy, mom. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I know. I'm like, what am I going to do while I'm in Oklahoma? I need to like find like a pump head <laughs> to like record my podcast with me in oh Oklahoma. I'm a, d- truly desperate. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. You're like posting on Craigslist. You're like, I'll suck a dick for some info about season <laughs> six. I wouldn't suck a dick, but I would give a hand job. I'd motorboat a dick. Yeah. I would motorboat a dick and then give like a semi-interested hand job to someone. (laughs) Did you, by the way, sorry tangent, but (laughs) Ariana's reel was posted in the Facebook group. Did you see the part where she gives like the fake hand job? Yeah. And Thomas Middleditch is in it. Yeah. It was a real moment for her. Yeah. She's done like a lot of funnier dive videos. She like, has. Well, many. she's a comedian. She yeah. takes sketch comedy and ten years seriously. of comedy training. Yeah. Okay, so if you go find the bios on bravotv.com, they each cast member has like an updated like photo shoot. Right. And so Lala's is looking very sexy in like a little black dress. Honestly, kind of demure for her. It is demure. It's um, not tight. A so little above the knee. Her Bio is as follows. Former outcast Lala Kent is still the most fabulous restaurant hostess in West Hollywood. She flies on (laughs) private jets, (laughs) drives a fancy Range Rover, and has a collection of Louboutins to rival Lisa Vanderpump. When Lala manages to get her job back at Sir, she takes a different approach this time around. She comes clean that her lifestyle does not come from hostess tips. Lala's newfound honesty draws in the same people who once tried to push her out of Sir, and Lala finds herself not only getting along with everyone, but in the unexpected role of peacemaker between Katie and Sheena. And when Lala feels the guys in the group are getting away with murder, she leads the charge to hold men accountable for their actions and band the women together. So many words in this bio are <laughs> thrilling to me. Lala's Ban. Gloria Steinem. Yeah. Band the women together. She's banding women together. She's not letting men get away with murder anymore. No. 
And also, I just love, I love the sentence, former outcast Lala Kent is still the most fabulous hostess in West Hollywood. Yeah. A very hard title to win. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know if you guys have been to West Hollywood, but we've got some fabulous hosts. Yes. She flies on private jets, (laughs) drives a fancy Range Rover, and has a collection of Louboutins to rival Uh Lisa Vanderbilt. So what's crazy to me, and I guess they're going to really make us still try and believe that anyone gets, like, lives their life and pays for their lifestyle by working at Sir. Like, right. They're still going to do that. Like we yeah. saw, well, we'll get into it. Cause then Stassi's bio revealed mm. that like she, Stassi's bio revealed a huge plot line, a huge, like, plot I don't line. think that was really addressed in the trailer. It wasn't, it was kind of it was like, like alluded to like, Oh, Stassi's back at sir, but not in the capacity that, that her over. bio reveals. Yeah. So Stassi's bio says it's like Stassi, looking devilish in a white dress like white also very photoshop knee yeah extremely the photoshop on these legs like her one knee is like a full like two inches higher than the other knee (laughs) (laughs) well also everyone's photos for the bio like i think we talked about this in the group too but they're all like from a photo shoot or something but then britney's looks like it was just like cropped from a red carpet photo and it's I from a totally it. different angle yeah it's really just it like, seems like the budget off. for vanderpump rules has d- like dwindled over the years for almost it, no reason but i think that that's the, the aesthetic the aesthetic of the tv show though is like it's getting the budget's getting totally. higher yeah it we looks were watching, like lux me and brandon were watching a reunion after we exposed him to the show <laughs> via him doing <laughs> the podcast into it like fully a pump head now or I does think, he like join every once in a while i think he's a pump head um but like i don't think he knows the universe entirely yet yeah what's funny is that we had watched like two episodes when he did the podcast and still with you he was like who yeah <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> what he needed a lot of guidance yeah but i was happy to give it to him and also i just i like the perspective of someone that's new right. to everything and i like watching yeah. them try and process yeah he was really frustrated by the like backdoor pilot for summer house mm. that was the first episode he saw yeah literally i was like babe just watch this one app with me and it was like an hour and a half and then they were like oh we're just gonna leave the summer house <laughs> <laughs> and like he was like what the fuck like i actually never watched that backdoor pilot i didn't either i watched like the intro to it when like Kristen and them were in the house and then he's like oh you look like uh steve jobs and she's like what the fuck <laughs> stassi's like oh that weird swimsuit. stassi again is in white here stassi is very much get out like i know she would probably never date a person of color in any regard but she's very she's get always out. wearing white yeah and is like i'm a murderer and quirky yeah she loves like murder yeah which is Fake a real murder. like rich white girl thing. To it's so weird how into. now that's like a thing is like it used to be like I love pizza in bed and mm-hmm. now it's like I love murder. <laughs> For a while it was like bacon was a big craze yeah, and now right? it's like I'm super into murder. Yeah, murder and white wine. <laughs> what a great combo. The Trump presidency. Yeah. So Stasi's looking fully like a KKK wife. She looks like a succubus. Yeah. And her bio reads as follows. Now that her relationship with Lisa is finally on the mend, Stassi makes a surprising return to Sir when she takes a job as the new event planner, mm. despite the protests of her jealous former co-workers. Mm. 
Stasi also decides to give ex-boyfriend Patrick yet another chance despite years of breaking and making up, but is worried that their old problems may resurface again. And as Stasi's bond with her new friend Brittany deepens, it puts her in further in conflict with Brittany's boyfriend and Stasi's ex, Jax. This one made Stasi okay, what does an event planner at Sir do? Which events are happening at does that mean you plan the events that people schedule at Sir or you plan events like You plan to like the Pride Day? Sir, yeah. It's really confusing because to me this is like another this is really adjacent to the Katie as Lisa's assistant storyline, right. which was like, why are you do like, yeah, who is dumb enough to believe and like right. follow the storyline and eat it up hook, line and sinker. Yeah. Like, but uh, there are fans. And I think that that's where there's like the divide is like people that are like, you can't fool me. This is like fast forward. I'm right. over this. And then there are people that are like, like the commenters on their Instagram that are really positive and like stand hard who are like, yes, queen, let Lisa Vanderpump teach you the ways of her Slay. world. Slay girl. Oh my God. You're last working your way night, up. Personal assistant. I just had like a flashback to myself last night, like practically yelling at my friend at this like dinner party. It was like a weed sponsored dinner party thing. Mm. And me and my friend were talking about Vanderpump rules and I was explaining it. And then she was like, yeah, but they're all like rich now. And I was like, that's one thing I legitimately still do believe is that they're not rich. Like they are wealthier, Mm -hmm. obviously, but like they still, I don't know if they like have to live in shitty apartments and shit, but like they are not wealthy. Well, that's why I thought that that apartment was Tom and Ariana's because I know they talked about like getting a house and I was like the rent on that apartment since he's lived in it for 10 years or something has yeah. to be like $900 a month or something <laughs> like, and so a way for them to like save money yeah. and upgrade their lives. So I was like, Oh, maybe they finally moved out and the apartment was so shitty that the landlord redid the entire thing. And like <laughs> they live in a house now. Do you think that the cast member is, so I was like, arguing with my friend like i was like no they literally work at sir and don't have money like i was like they do like endorsement deals and stuff but not and she was like no obviously they're rich and i was like they are not rich i think that they have money and you it's think? hard what do they for do with you it? to confront that fact yeah like what do they do with their money they spend it vacations they jacks buys a lot of cars he owns like a lot of cars no way what yeah he's like a car head he loves cars how many cars he has like three cars does he like put them on instagram and stuff that's where this comes in i think sometimes he's on his story like he'll be in the garage of his apartment building and then it's so weird to have multiple cars and still live in an apartment i think i mean i don't think that they're like smartly spending their money but i think that they have cash to burn they do travel a lot they travel a lot which i think Sassy travels a lot. She also spends like a crazy amount of money on rent in her apartment, I think, and clothes. And she makes a lot of money from her podcast. Where is Kristen's money going? I don't know. know. Like, does she have it? I just, I would maybe Kristen's being like smarter. I would love to think that Dodie is being like really a financial savvy. I think Ariana and Tom, and maybe, well, Tom and Katie are paying off like what, like a six figure wedding? I think their wedding was only 50K. What? Yeah. How where did that number come from? It came from last season. Wow. And then also they paid they said, I think they were like very open about the fact that they paid for that wedding with like sponsored diff eyewear posts. 
<laughs> that's it that's all they had to do okay yeah this is literally they're rich now and angry literally they're rich like, now. i'm very uncomfortable with this fact there was a world when i started the pump podcast where i was like lol these people are never gonna have anything with their yeah. lives and then now i'm here three years later <laughs> being like wow these people are rich and famous <laughs> Yeah, I think that's how my conversation started was that like they all in season one are like we want to be successful models and actors, but this is probably their idea of success and it's okay with them. Yeah, I mean, when we when you first start watching the show, the best part of that pilot is like these people are so delusional. They yeah. think that they could potentially be famous for right. that. Like they will never be famous for that. Especially like, because of and mostly because because like you don't really need to be like talented to get famous in LA or whatever, no. or even like do well. You just need but to be like, visible and willing to yeah. like put yourself out there. Right. And I think the thing with them that would always have prevented them from success. And so the only way they could have succeeded was their friend group. Like yeah. if you're going to fucking wait around and spend like, you know, $5,000 on a trip to Vegas for Stassi's birthday where you eat dinner in a strip mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then like, yeah, you're not going to succeed. You're wasting all your fucking time and money and shit. But also but they were all like, they've parlayed that. Yeah. And they were also at the end of the age of like really being able to yeah. do what Stassi it was. was 23. And oh, Stassi was, was the youngest. Yeah, yeah. But everyone was older. So like they were like in their late twenties, right. early thirties. And it was like Jax is thirty eight. Yeah, that's so. That means he was like thirty three when the show started. Yeah, he was exactly thirty three because he was ten years older His than Jesus Stassi. age. Yeah. <laughs> our now savior, I'm thirty three. He came to save our lives. Yeah, and so like they they accomplished their goals somewhat, yeah. but not like I don't think i like say this now watching like six years like sheena has like a pop album <laughs> and like Kristen hasn't if Kristen had an oscar right. i would actually be excited for her what's the song she sings in the pilot that's like where she's doing like the it's like edm she's, like, she's like can you freak huh? bitch yeah, can you freak bitch <laughs> <laughs> was it incredible yeah and she's like people always come up to me and they tell me i look like britney spears mm -hmm. and i like don't want to disappoint them yeah so i, give so I say that i am. do her autograph that's the darkest part is where she says that she's learned to britney. do the autograph. yeah they're all mm. crazy but the best part about season one and two is like they were very unfiltered and yeah. they were so willing like they were so hungry for fame and attention that yeah. they were willing to do anything. Right. And now that they're at this level of like having a certain amount of wealth and yeah. a certain amount of recognition, I think that you see that the episodes get more and more produced feeling because yeah. they're like, they have more say in like what they're willing to. I'm just hoping we get Lala and, and James being ignited back into this season. I'm really hoping for that to be the because they're still in that mode they need this show to do well for them to do well yeah you know? but lala got cast in a feature film yeah lala's in a lead role yeah what do you think it is do you think it's like a horror movie type situation maybe i want i wish it was like monster where she would like gain a bunch of weight and like go <laughs> totally like charlie's theron like do you believe in lala as an actress We'll see. Are you ready? I haven't. We we don't know yet. Yeah, we haven't seen it. There's no real. There's nothing. So like, but I'm Kristen ready. Kristen is so proud of her and her new single. Like watching like um, watching Kristen tweet about Lala's single has really. And I haven't listened to the new single yet. 
I actually haven't either. Bonus up. up. So Stassi is going to be the fucking event planner. Yeah. Which Um, is like, okay. Why do you think we're so stupid? But then I guess many fans of the show are. So also the joke is on workers is so funny to say like that. They're jealous of former coworkers. Ah, right. It's well, probably like Tina who still worked there and is not on the show. Remember like, <laughs> like Tina McDowell from season one who is also like a singer performer and like has had to work at Sir for years and years who probably should yeah. be the event planner. That's probably the jealous coworker. Literally everyone. Yeah. Literally yeah. everyone that works at Sir for a long time that has n- Christina Kelly like what? Who are these people? Oh my god, Christina Kelly's the worst. She's the, the worst. worst additional character. Do you think this will put Stassi and James at odds as she'll be event planning and like deciding if he's like the DJ Maybe. or not? Maybe. Mm. So much. Also, drama. just like event planning. <laughs> like when has Stassi ever? Uh, Remember when she was Lisa's stylist? No, what? She was Lisa's stylist. I think in season three. And she, like she wanted to be a stylist, so Lisa hired her to style a photo shoot for oh, something. Yeah. And then Stassi was late and like right. didn't want to do it and was just like bad at it. Right. That was when Styled by Stassi was popping off. Oh, God, I miss R.I.P. Styled by Stassi. <laughs> Those pictures great... of her in that same street in Soho. Ugh. Like every. That was when she was living her best life. Her and Patrick were thriving. Yeah. Mm. Also, just like Patrick is a dark glimpse into like her history with men i'm so excited to see patrick on the show me too okay so sheena's looking really great in her bio <laughs> pic fashion nova out fashion nova out with a valentino shoe also like stassi's feet weren't included in her picture and like sheena was like put my fucking feet in it yeah sheena has a full body pic sheena knows what she's doing like yeah She's getting the right work done. She's getting the right work done. And I just like love Sheena because she's so shameless. Like she will do whatever it takes to be like famous. But she's also such an idiot that it's like (laughs) it kind of just all fails. You get to watch her. Like it's amazing. It's amazing. So Sheena, fresh off the heels of a painful divorce, Sheena takes control of the next phase of her life by cutting Katie and Stassi out of it. Sheena even embarks on a new romance with an old flame who she feels certain is the one, ignoring everyone's warnings that it's too soon to be talking about houses, marriage, and baby names. When rumors circulate about her new obsession, Sheena is forced to defend her man from the people she desperately wants to leave behind. So you think this is the cheating accusation of him cheating with someone else who works at Sir? Yeah. Yes. Very ready for that. I honestly like don't care at all what's happening with Sheena <laughs> on some level because the, just last season was so wretched. Like, yeah, just so like Sheena, 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 divorce, divorce, divorce. I um, liked it. Which sure great. she compels me. <laughs> I'm just like I like to watch. I just like I'm a voyeur. Wait, what's the Bravo like slogan? Something watch what happens what, yeah i like to watch what happens <laughs> i love to watch what happens and sheena just always is kind of giving me like she I literally cannot stop watching what happens i can't and i can't i don't understand why other people can i devote when will people realize that i literally can't stop watching what happens <laughs> i devote a lot of time to watching what happens <laughs> but sheena is more palatable to me than stassi yeah, I feel that. I guess I'm more like 
I want to see Stassi fail. And most of this is like seeing people fail. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really want. But I am looking forward to like, like, I wish we could see Sheena be single this season, but we'll just see her go through another breakup. Yeah. Is what is going to happen. And then maybe next season she'll be like single. Maybe. But has she ever been single? No. Like in her literal She was life. her high school boyfriend. Ew. That, she, I mean, and now she regrets. Now I'm, I read something that said she regrets ever divorcing Shay and thinks she made a huge mistake. I think so too. She regrets divorcing She Shay. should get back together with Shay and Jesus. have another wedding. That would be life altering. Sheena and John Sheena Mayer should, need to rekindle. No. <laughs> That's also partially why I'm like, so, why I'm like so into her is because... <laughs> She dated John Mayer for the brief, or not dated as a generous right. term. I love that she like fucked him and then went to immediately like, gave like forty interviews about <laughs> it and like called her publicist and was like, "Make this news!" And like, there's so much out there, so good. And it probably like, I don't know John Mayer personally, but right. I like to think that that might have been like his bo- rock bottom. Probably. I think if you fuck a Vanderpump Rules cast member, like I was saying pre- this in the last episode, pre Vanderpump Rules, but if you have ever fucked one of them, that's your wake up call that you need to like get it together. Yeah. And for others, it's their entryway into this universe that mm-hmm. they will never escape. Yeah. It's really a portal. It's a portal. It either spits you out or you're in forever. There's no middle ground. I think his life changed for the better afterwards. I want to say yes. I think so. But I don't know. I think I think Do you think did. that would be bad for me to lead with in a conversation <laughs> when we have the opportunity? We ever, like, I would like, because it would be really difficult for me to, if I ever right. met him, to not ask about, yeah. to not just be like, okay, so I do this podcast and like, <laughs> I just need to know, like how you feel about like please just tell me every single she's, thing I, maybe he doesn't know that she's single again you know maybe he doesn't even know that those that that like those videos Does, are out do there do you think he even knows that vanderpump rules is a show he must know that vanderpump rules <laughs> i don't is a know show. like i don't know do you think he watches vanderpump rules no, definitely no. not but also i'm kind of like like he's like he loves brandon yeah and i'm kind of like if he's super into like internet-y stuff, like he definitely knows about Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> You're like he's definitely listened to the. He pod. definitely loves Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> he just loves watching what happens. He can't stop watching what happens. John Mayer is like Allison Williams in Get Out. Like he's like watching like reality shows for his <laughs> next conquest. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I just like. I'm I'm very confident he'll never hear this, so that's why I'm just so free with this. I'm like terrified that he will. Same. But then also, I'm like, let's open up the dialogue and just like, let's like be out in the open and please tell me what happened. (laughs) I want. I just. I'm truly curious because it's so. Imagine literally can't stop finding out what happened. I'm a fucking investigator. (laughs) I'm a detective at this point. A fucking FBI of Vanderpump Rules related stuff. Yeah, I've never felt like a journalist actual until I found these bios and everyone was like, amazing scoop. It's journalism. I deserve a Pulitzer. But I also love that there's no real journalism in reaching out to the cast members for the truth anymore. It's literally (laughs) just going off of like internet videos, bios. Uh, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. 
spoilers. Okay, so yeah, we need to get to the next bios because I need <laughs> yeah, yeah, to have yeah. a discussion on Stasi sort of led into this, but like the Britney Jax debate. I think they're still actually together. I think that they're back together, but that they broke up at some point over the summer and then they mm. got back together. I think that Do you think he's cheated on Britney? I think he's cheated on Britney. For sure. I think after watching Did you watch Britney and Jax? No. Okay, that's fine. You really didn't miss out. <laughs> I on honestly it. just listened to the podcast episodes. I, I couldn't handle doing It's a lot. You have to it. decide what you give like your emotional labor yeah, to. Right. And I and now it's like <laughs> You really do have to be like very specific about that. Right. So I devote so much of it to Vanderpump Rules and devoted a lot of it to Jax and Brittany. And it put me in kind of a dark place afterwards because <laughs> Jax is like the only thing that you get out of that is he's show abusive. is that he's like emotionally abusive to her and like psychologically abusive, financially abusive, probably too. Yeah. And he's a monster. Right. And she, do you think he's like taking her checks? No, but I think she doesn't make as much money as he does. And right. I think that he is like, move in with me. Like, I'll pay for the apartment. Like, or I'll buy this or I'll yeah. buy that. And then, like, later when they get in a yeah, fight, he's like, he I uses fucking it. Pay for this. Yeah, but it's like, you fucking, you're the one that started dating this girl and had her move to LA and, like, move in right. with you. Like, do you Ugh. think she had, like, a ton of money saved up from, like, waitressing in Kentucky? Like, I mean, obviously, he did that on purpose. Well, yeah. We all he, saw, like, the way that happened was he was like, aha, this is on Britney. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't. I just, I think that it's interesting. I'm super interested to see what happens this season because I feel like with right now the like political and like social climate, right. like Jax could be like over after this season. I almost foresee an outing for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a la abusers being outed. I hope that Jax isn't truly abusive. But like, remember when Kristen was like, you locked those dogs in a room and didn't feed them for like X amount of time on Twitter and shit. Do you remember that? Oh, Kristen's been like very vocal. Yeah, she's about, like, like ready for it. Yeah. And she keeps. If I was her, ex- I would be the same way because right. like it all goes back to like a grudge from season two. Like she must feel she must have done like a lot of rage work to get yeah. through that period of her life. You're so into the idea that Kristen has done so much work on herself. I know. I love thinking of her as like this, like enlightened Buddha. <laughs> right. She's. I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> she went to therapy, got on meds and started vegaholic. She did get on meds though. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, it has to be cause you just look at like, I just like identify just, like, her fast twitch like you know i identify with it too i was literally like the Kristen of my life like in of my universes when i was in like high school and college and i would be like i would yeah my whole narrative was that i had like on and off two boyfriends and everyone was like she's cheated and i was like no i didn't (laughs) like and i i mean i didn't really but like everyone hated me and i was all my fault yeah i was a psycho and i would behave like super psycho but yeah now i'm on meds and I have my blog, Vegaholic, and I'm doing amazing. <laughs> At my worst points, I've dotied so hard. Yeah. Like, I just, like, identify with... Oh, my God. Season one, when she, like... I probably dotied, like, as, as early as last week. <laughs> like, or as recent as last week. Yeah. She... I was watching and hardcore relating to when she freaks out that she's on a photo shoot with someone who Tom fucked, like, years oh, ago. That's the... Best. That's been me so many times and it's not me anymore, but I always have to fight that demon in me that like, it's like, 
Are you that kind of girl? You like get mad at someone for things that they did prior to your relationship? Not anymore. But Not you used anymore. To be. But I still fight that impulse. Like wow. that is in my brain. That's never been an impulse for me. So it was fun to watch her like go through that because that's so the moment funny. I was truly like, I'm obsessed with this show because that's psychotic. <laughs> like, who and does Stassi's that? like, are you freaking out? I would be freaking out. And Stassi's and like, I've hey, never fucking been... bitch, did you yeah. fuck Tom Sandoval? <laughs> and then the girl's like, it was a long time ago. And Kristen's like, can you just stop talking about it? I'm really like, I feel <laughs> She's sick. Like, up. I feel sick right now. She's like, I'm in a fucking vomit. <laughs> yeah. And then she freaks out on him about it. Like, I've never been on that level with that specific type of scenario. But like in high school and college, it was just like, I, if, I, if there was anything I could possibly be upset about, it was like, it was happening. Yeah. And so I think that I relate to that now because it's not like a huge like inner conflict, but I will be like, that'll register in my mind stuff like that where i'm like yeah that would be crazy for me to care about i don't care mm-hmm. but like Kristen fully always goes with that i guess yeah. not anymore she's not as like impulsive as she used to be and Kristen this season <laughs> Kristen this season was not in the trailer was not featured in the trailer except when lisa goes there are a lot of skanks in this town right. and then it showed Kristen again like fucking let Kristen live her life. She's leave in a fucking Kristen leave alone. Kristen alone. She's in a serious relationship with fucking Carter. <laughs> you say that like it's like Prince Harry. <laughs> She's with Carter now. She's with Carter. Carter. Now. She is not the skank anymore. I like, had an Uber driver once who was friends with Carter. I think I told you about this. It was before he had like a name, but I was like, I was he still him, doesn't. I don't know how I brought up his last name is Carter. He doesn't even Carter Carter. He doesn't Carter the Carter. He's literally just someone that you can like imprint a personality upon. Yeah, he doesn't matter. But I love. He like didn't. He like wasn't into Kristen at first, and then like because he hooked up with Katie. Yeah, this this Uber driver just was like, I don't know how I managed to fit in Vanderpump Rules and journalism. This is another like, journalism yeah. moment. Like, Appar- do you happen to know? <laughs> I heard from an Uber driver who this was like two know. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> fucking Pulitzer Prize for journalism. I can't wait to finally be recognized for my talents. You know what I mean? I can't like, wait just for like, when I'm like. 56 <laughs> and like i can look back on this podcast yeah. and listen to like, it this is what i did with my time i wonder if people will think at that point like they'll be like wow that was really something <laughs> special <laughs> that's probably how people will look at podcasting yeah yeah my probably legacy. like in 20 years everyone's gonna be like you know what the most brilliant invention of that time was podcasting mm-hmm. yeah obviously yeah. okay so wait what did the uber, oh, the uber driver <laughs> said that he was friends with this guy who was dating girl from intermittent pools and i was like is she a drunk like i'm like leaning into the front seat i was like is it were you drunk and he was oh probably like <laughs> my, first, my whole first year in la i was drunk like at any given time i was drunk um and that's not an exaggeration in any way like i had no friends and i was just like <laughs> rolling around but yeah this guy was just like oh yeah i think it is. she's like skinny and i was like brunette <laughs> you know like and he was like yeah he just like met her and they started dating but he wasn't really into it but now he like he moved in like weeks later because he just kind of got sucked in and i was like those are the words i was looking for Thank yeah you have a great night five stars <laughs> you're like did he get sucked in did he? and you're just like <laughs> are leading him with questions actually, to create the narrative yeah, of I your mean, dreams. this is obviously a dream that i had like here's Kristen's bio Kristen has always put herself straight in the middle of other people's trouble. And this year there's plenty of trouble to pick from. Has she though? 
She kind it's of not has even a truly fair sense. I feel like she's been in the whatever. <laughs> defend Kristen at all costs. <laughs> Kristen Doty Defense Squad. Doty Defense Squad. <laughs> protect <Kristen>. DDS. <laughs> protect Kristen at all costs. If you this be is the true of- story of the Doty Defense Squad. I'm literally like outside of her apartment <laughs> with a gun ready to fucking take down anyone that is coming for Doty. I just literally can't stop fighting for what's right. I That's who I am. Yeah. I don't understand why other people don't understand that. I literally can't stop. I can't. Um, Kristen has been in the. She stirs it up. Okay, she stirs. She the pot. stirs it up. She stirs the pot. So going, going on. This year, Kristen's biggest target is Jax Taylor. She believes he's not nearly good enough for her friend Brittany, and makes it her mission to break them up. I love when Kristen tries to break people up. Same. Who did she try? Did she? Tom try? and Ariana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the big one. That like, was she the was huge like, one. The Vegas girl. Or the oh, Miami girl. Kristen Miami devotes when girl. she devotes her life to breaking up like another couple. It's, she will. She's fly doing her best. Out. She will fly. Can you? I've never flown someone <laughs> to go anywhere, let alone no. would I like fly. I love that. It's someone that I think my ex cheated with that he's now in like a new relationship where right. it doesn't even affect me at all. Like right. fly someone out to like ruin my ex's relationship. Yeah, that's like really good amazing i mean it's just part of her fighting for what's right but the group suspects that Kristen's obsession and everyone else's romances may be a cover for her own relationship woes after stories emerge about a drunken night in mexico so this is i mean we were not getting any of this in the trailer no again not to brag but like huge like what happened in mexico was it a lesbian situation what do you think they all take well, they take a trip to Mexico this season. Yeah. And that's yeah. where we saw Katie and Lala like nakedly pressing their breasts together. Right. And so maybe it happened. Maybe there's like. I wonder if it's that Mexico someone trip admits or another. something. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to watch what happens. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> I'm really. I hope she cheated with a woman, obviously. Um, We're never going to get the truth about Brittany and Kristen. Yeah. But I still believe that they hooked up. And I still root for them to, like, be together at the end of this, like, wild ride. I'm wondering if that's the Mexico thing or if she, like, for some reason, like, hooked up with Jax in Mexico or if it's just someone else entirely and she just, Maybe Carter hooked up with someone. Oh, that's an interesting... That's an interesting revelation. Yeah. Like, he would be there with them, right? I think so. Hmm. 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 I hope. I mean, I hope Carter has like a line this season. I don't. I don't like him. Last season, his thing was like that tearful conversation with Sandoval one time. Oh yeah, right? he tried to like get into everyone's business. He oh, like yeah, piped he was, up, like, and I was just like, shut the insecure. fuck up. Oh my god, he sucks. Yeah, he yeah. sucks. Yeah, I'm hoping Kristen. He's not good him. enough for Kristen. <laughs> uh, what if I devoted my life to breaking Kristen and Carter up? I mean, I think you have. I think I have. I think I'm actually just <laughs> jealous of Carter. I do actually have feelings for Kristen. Yeah. We're all, we know that. Uh, yeah. I always have since the moment I right. met her. Yeah. I don't know if she'll have me. We'll just have to we'll watch, watch what, what happens. happens. <laughs> we'll just have to watch what happens. I'm unwell. Sometimes you just it's have okay. to. Mm, yes. The man of the hour. Okay. Is Jax becoming hot again? No. I think he's lost weight and it's helping. It helps. It'll never be season one. It'll never be season one. There was like, I've crossed now the line with Jax where I truly, like, I can't, I, I'm not attracted to him anymore. 
Congrats. Thanks. It feels like a real, it was a moment of growth when I, I realized that like while I was recording an episode, I like over last season where yeah. someone asked me like, who would do bone? And I was like, you know, I used to always say Jax, but I just don't feel the way I used to yeah. feel. And then I was like, wow, I'm a woman now. I've changed. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud so, of you. Thank you. Jax Taylor seems to have everything going for him. He and his beautiful girlfriend, Brittany, are celebrating their <laughs> second anniversary. Who wrote these? Brittany wrote this. <laughs> Kristen wrote this. They had them all said in their own bios. Yeah. He wrote this, like, trying to get her back. Because I think what's happened is... His beautiful bro- girlfriend, who he's for sure dating. Yeah. I think they broke up, and then he, like, campaigned to get back together. So now they're back together, and, like, it's all happening for them. Obviously. Celebrating their second anniversary, he's got a steady job, and he's just like a steady job as if as working on yeah, the show. What employed by a reality show or like working at Sir? What on earth? And he's just moved into a new apartment down the hall from his close friend Tom Schwartz, which, by the way, is the apartment, the same apartment where Pumped Podcast used to take mm. place. Mm. But trying to suppress his playboy tendencies weighs heavily on the shoulders of the longtime bartender, and anxiety over his upcoming 38th birthday causes him to lash out to the people he loves the most. I love Jax is actually at the age of having a midlife crisis. He is midlife. Yeah. This is like maybe He's over the midpoint of his life. Yeah. yeah. We're probably He's like... He's three quarters of the way. Yeah, three quarter length <laughs> Three quarter length crisis. I don't really see Jax as an old man. Do you think he'll survive his 50s? I don't know. I mean, he could have like a moment of... I could see him... So far, he's aged like shit. But what if he like turned a corner and was like a hot gray... A holistic like yoga guy. I could see Jax like if he had facial hair and like salt and pepper hair being like a hot bear. I think that if Jax like decided... I want Jax to be hot so bad, You really do want Jax to be like (laughs) sexy. Because I've been watching season one. I was telling you earlier that I never have watched He's so lithe and like sinewy. Oh my God, yeah. And also like another... He doesn't have any injectables too, which has really like fucked with None of them do in season one, really. Like Stassi has, you know, her chin job and, Mm -hmm. and shit going on, but... Another sidebar is that when I've been watching season one, like Stassi sucks the whole, first of all, the Vegas episode is like four episodes in. Yeah. Like it's like the drama is just peak immediately. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Stassi's so annoying and I would absolutely have cheated on her. And I feel like she pushes him to cheat by being, not that Jax wouldn't have cheated. Yeah. But it like happens sooner because she's jealous with him for no good reason. She's just like mean to him and so mean. And she's like, you're stupid. But she's also 23 years old. So he's 10 years older than her. Like he's like, if you're dating someone that's a lot younger than you, you're just going to have to put up with the fact that they are like immature in a lot of ways, unless they're like wise beyond their years. She like wanted to get married to him. Yeah. That's what's crazy. She like was a 23 year old that like banked her future on Jack Taylor. And look how far she's come. I know. But also, I'm like really, I'm wowed by Stassi's taste in men. I don't think that they'll ever get back together. But I'm seeing like a vision for Jax that I just want to share, which I think he could get hot if he decided to go become like, he should go to a rehab in Mm -hmm. Thailand, like the one that Kat Marnell went to. Yes. And 
become like very spiritual and be like completely clean and sober, like to the point where he doesn't even drink coffee. And then never going to happen. Yeah. And then he should like take up like running marathons or something and Mm -hmm. become like a vegan, like marathon runner or swimmer or just like a vegan, like yoga instructor. I see the total opposite where (laughs) Jack's like goes off the grid off the grid he does like a like finale of dexter where he like goes off the grid starts wearing flannels and is like working on like a farm in like northern california just like cutting down trees and eating steaks like becomes like a cowboy like mountain man right and he's just like oh Jax Taylor, I don't know him and he's just like he's got like a gravel to his voice and yeah he see his his wornness and the fillers all contribute to this sort of like leathery exterior. Of, like okay. he's seen some shit. I'm envisioning like he drinks whiskey in bars alone. Yeah. Like he's like Heath Ledger and broke back. Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he fucks dudes. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Okay. That is hot to me too. Yeah. I love that. Cause like I yoga vegan jacks. jacks could be really annoying. Totally. I think there's what we're both alluding to is that we would love a world where we get like any, personal growth from jacks at all in literally any direction yeah. but it's never ever going to happen it's never going to happen it's too late he likely won't survive his 50s Probably i read not. i read that or someone told me like isn't it if you survive your 50s you're pretty good to go or is it your 60s <laughs> i've never heard this i don't know i heard it somewhere i feel like that's like not good to go in what way like good to die in 20 years well like, like if you don't mean? like get if you survive like cancer or something like in your 50s or oh, just whatever so you, you live early. through your 50s yeah then you're pretty chill oh it might be your 60s God. it might not <laughs> if you survive real. your 80s you're like good to you're go. good to go i love how you say good to go. like what does good to go mean in this situation? <laughs> you're good to live you're good you never have to see a doctor again if you make it through your 50s yeah to continue with jackson's <laughs> Jax is willing to try anything to control his anger, therapy, meditation, and even Reiki. But as his outbursts grow more frequent and destructive, Jax faces the very real prospect of permanently losing his friends, his relationship, and his career. Which, like, lol, if he was ever going to lose any of those things, like, he'll obviously lose his relationship, but, like, career. Do you think that this, though... What's the career? Is Yeah, I have a lot of questions about the career, but... This also could just be like PR. I'm really curious. Like I don't, he's said publicly that he's like, I'm going to have to go into hiding after this season because he's like so awful to Britney that like people are going to hate him. And I just wonder if this is like damage control. Yeah. Of them being like, of them being like, he get he's aware of it. He knows how bad he was. He's going to lose. Because his- I think Bravo is like maybe covering up abuse. Probably. The thing is that was very telling that you mentioned was that like, Britney hitting him mm-hmm. like if you think it's okay to hit someone there something has happened yeah you know like if you're a, especially I, I mean to say like if you're a woman and you hit a dude like my ancient not ancient I guess like the first relationship I had that I was like an adult my ex was like we were in a, a car together once and he was very like emotionally abusive type mm-hmm. but like hot and tall so what do you what can you do yeah a jacks if you will <laughs> a jacks we've all been there a pre pre old jacks jacks and like i remember we were in a car and we were driving and he 
was driving my car and he had the music up like so, so loud. And I was like, pull the car over, pull the car over. Like, you're freaking me out. You're scaring me. And he wouldn't pull the car over. He wouldn't stop. And so finally, I'm like, freak the fuck out. And I'm like, stop. And I hit him like on the upper arm. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, you're abusive. You're crazy. (laughs) And I think that's the type of situation that Brittany is in. And she's being like, probably like locked in a closet and like shit like that. And is like, like, I'm projecting a lot here. (laughs) But like, when you see a woman have like an outburst like that, I just don't really feel that it's like usually coming from nowhere. Yeah. No, I think that I think it if you're entering a zone of hitting in a relationship from either side, right. it's like things are not good. Yeah. Or a situation is really not good. Yeah. Also, I just like kind of revisited what I said earlier about like, oh, he was emotionally abusive, but hot and tall. Just a side note that like don't date abusive people if they're yeah. hot and tall. <laughs> That's how just so anyone say I'm can not be an abuser <laughs> as it turns out. It turns out that you can be hot, tall, and abusive. Who, Who knew? Who knew? I thought abusers were all just trolls. It's really the takeaway for this year. But yeah. yeah, I think Jax is definitely like a lot worse than even I want to believe. Yeah. I think that he's bad. And I think that we're gonna see that. And I wonder what the future holds, but I just, I hope that there's like a lot of bombs in this season that we're like not aware of. Cause last season was pretty predictable. Yeah. In terms of like, did anything really like happen? No. Last season. Just you know? Tom and Katie abused each other. all. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the saga of them going places together. Then her leaving with the car and him having to Uber home. Yeah. That was my favorite part. That was my favorite part. Where, like, <laughs> that they, happened like four times. Yeah. That was like their setup for every scene. <laughs> it's like, let's pick. Lisa wants me to pick some paint colors. And then it would turn into like a fight. And then she'd leave and she'd be like, you're a fucking loser. Get your fucking life together. <laughs> Bye. And they're like probably four blocks away from their apartment anyways. That's also a theme of the show that I've been noticing. Like it tracks from like season one on of like the women being like, get your fucking shit together. You're a child. And then like storming off. And it's like, you guys are, you're here for this. Like, and what is it? It's always just very ambiguous. Like what they mean. It's very like, ambiguous. Basically they want them to spend $20,000 on a wedding. And that's really like the thing. I feel like there's maybe a really good bio we haven't read yet. Is it? james maybe oh james james is good and then oh ariana's bio is where i started which is great because ariana never has a good storyline and i think this season she kind of breaks oh yeah maybe ariana's she was, was sick really of not good. we'll talk about that but i think she was like sick of not getting shine well she needs to like and you have to it out yeah she's doing rage work this season <laughs> okay ready ready while her boyfriend tom moves forward in his career ariana struggles as her old insecurities and self-confidence issues resurface despite the support of friends sheena and lala ariana's tension with stassi katie and Kristen continues to mount when they question the character of someone she loves ariana wants nothing more than to keep her distance but since katie is married to tom's business partner ariana is forced to either put her own anger and feelings aside or risk destroying her boyfriend's business relationship so ready for this i'm ready for the ariana tom fights um someone in the group pointed out that the loved one in question is probably her brother oh yeah because it's not like her relationship yeah Yeah, because they immediately after last season wrapped i think they all were like tweeting about her brother's like arrest so he's been accused of like domestic domestic violence violence, and like how to get a restraining order by his ex 
Yeah. You can look it up. It's like on radar. It'll come up if you Google it. Something like that. And I think that's the loved one in question is that it was last season because Stassi, Ariana called Stassi racist. Oh, yeah. Because it's not about how you treat me. It's about how you treat other people. And then Stassi's response to that was like, how I treat other people? What about your fucking brother? Yeah. Which was like, okay. All right. I I was like too too sure. Right, <laughs> she really had that back pocket. Yeah, so I think that's like gonna be don't the bring a knife one. to a gunfight, right, Ariana. And also, I remember when um, I think in the period of time wherein like you thought, and I I agree with you that um, Brittany and Jax were broken up this summer. I remember a lot of like James Kennedy, Jeremy, and Brittany and others hanging out like um, Jeremy Maddox. Oh name, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember like James like put on his Insta story and then deleted Like he was like, Oh, don't they look so cute together? Like about Jeremy and Brittany. Ooh, fucking be, stroking like, the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean like Ariana finally will have some conflict this season, which is exciting. Her and Tom's whole like, we're very healthy thing has got to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know that they have like problems in their relationship because everyone does. Right. But I think that they are pretty like connected. Yeah. And like seem to have the most healthy relationship out oh, of anyone. for which is sure. Not saying much, but still. Right. Something. I think they have a pretty healthy relationship and every healthy relationship too, like also gets to that place of like you've been together a while and it's like this has to go into some sort of conflict at some point. Yeah. Like they have to confront, I don't know, maybe it'll be like the marriage thing and shit, but the career insecurity is interesting. Cause yeah. we had that one moment with the book, right? What Last book? season where it wasn't Ariana. Like I want to publish a cocktail book. And Tom oh was yeah. Like, and Tom was like trying to like, get involved. Did and that then... ever happen? Is she still doing that? I don't know if that ever happened. Hmm. I would hope that it hmm. would happen. I obviously would buy it immediately. That Yeah, I would buy that 100%. Oh, my God. But, like, I don't know. I feel like Ariana must be at, like, a weird point in her life because she truly is the only one, I think, that could have become, like, an actor. Yeah. Like, she was getting cast on stuff and, like, yeah. was not ever, like... I do wonder if she She wasn't an OG person tied to this show, yeah. but it was, like, done as a strategic move to, like then advance her. And I think that she's been aware of that and that has accounted for why she's not as crazy on the show as other people. Do you think maybe she's giving up on the possibility of having a career like outside of the show? And now she's like, I'm just going to rage on camera. Maybe. Or maybe like it just wasn't working. You know what I mean? Like maybe this was meant to accelerate her and it kind of went to diminishing returns. Yeah. And she's like, now I'm selling diff eyewear. (laughs) Also like, also though diff eyewear seems to be paying a a lot. And I think Rob's Valletta is like somehow in bed with Diff and like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I think he's we like, just put up another pin to the cork board. Diff I wear Rob's Rob Valletta because he had like Instagram posts or something where he, it made it seem like he's like somehow corporately connected with them mm-hmm. in a way. I love that. Yeah. I also can't wait to, we didn't even talk about this, but like just lala being living in her truth about being in that relationship with like the sugar daddy who is separated or whatever now like i can't wait for at least two details on that yeah i think we're gonna get it because i think they're very out 
with yeah, their relationship at this very, point. She's like, she's admitted that her, she's not paying her, for her Range Rover with her hostess job. Shocking. Yeah. And wow. her mom didn't buy it. But she's still the most fabulous hostess in all of West What Hollywood. I loved about her entry into the show, too, is that she immediately was like, yeah, my mom pays my rent. Duh. Like, how else would I live out here? <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> no way. Amazing. I was like, I love that for you. Okay. Should we wrap it up? I feel like yeah, maybe... I feel like- once we're on Sandoval and Schwartz, it's pretty... It's bare bones. It's getting and also, I need another... Dismal. I need more content for future episodes, <laughs> so stay tuned. For the second <laughs> Stay tuned for when I go through their bios. Yeah, we didn't another. even look at Britney's stock photos, so you can save that. Yeah, look so out for that. there's lots to look forward to on this podcast <laughs> leading up to the season six premiere You've of You've really Vanderpump got a Rolls. month to fill. I know, but I'm going to do it. I just can't believe I'm going to have to live through my family Thanksgiving without Vanderpump Rules. It's, I'm, I've been devastated. It threw me for a loop. But We're then I said, you know what? I'm just going to do content anyways. Which is what you have to fight on and do. Yeah. Every great in the history of all greats <laughs> has said, I just need to do content anyways. This is who I am. Yeah. Right. I literally can't stop fighting for Vanderpump Rules content. Yeah. As Gandhi said... As Rosa Parks said, I <laughs> just need to do content anyways. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. This episode of Sexy Unique Podcast was brought to you by the following sponsors. Meredith Good, William Jones, Jenna Griffin, and Johnny Smith. Thanks to you guys, it's all happening. I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.